Hey, Remar nurses. Hey, how are you? We are talking about cancer today. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen to you in nursing school. For those of you who are aspiring nurses, this is what's going to happen. Your instructor is going to say, we are about to get into critical care, med surge, one of those classes. They're going to tell you when it's time for cancer to pick up this book. Who has this book? Who knows the, 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 the stress of carrying this book in a book bag? We're talking about cancer today. And this is a 800 page book, y'all. This book will give you every little detail that you need to know about cancer. And they love to make us read this book, all 800 pages. They'll have you read it in like two weeks, right? Um, but here, we are trying to help you get your nursing license. So you're not going to read this one. You're going to get this one. Yeah. And it's going to look at the difference. Look at the, which one we carrying around. Which one we doing? <laughs> We're doing this one. This quick facts right here is going to give you the most important parts about cancer. I'm going over it. What page is it on in quick facts? We're about to get remarred ready, which means we're not going to go into all that overburdenness. We're going to take it easy. We're doing cancer for today. And as usual, as usual, I will be using my anatomy and physiology approach because we have to. One of the most difficult things about cancer is the language. So let's firm up our um, patho principles, our anatomy principles of cancer so that when we go into actual the NCLEX presentation, we are all starting from the same place. And that's how a study session works is magic. Okay. So we're talking about the subject of cancer. My first question is, typically we see this term tumors. Hold on. Let me take my sec. I have two pages today. You know what? I have two pages today. All right, of our beginning. Okay, here's our beginning. So typically we see, I want comments on the screen. We see this term tumors related to cancer, but are all tumors cancerous? What would you guys say? And it's okay, no matter what level you are on, we can all start from here. Are all tumors cancerous? Well, that would be a big no, no. Not all tumors are cancerous. Now, when we are talking about cancerous tumors, what we can use, we can use the term neoplasms. So whenever you see neoplasms, you are understanding that this is a new growth that is going to be considered cancerous, okay? Now, let's talk about these neoplasms. Are they going to grow? Are they going to grow fast or slow? What would we say? When we're talking about cancerous growths, we expect cancer to grow very, what? It grows very fast. It, it, they, they use the term in medicine, it proliferates proliferates very quickly. So we can expect our cancerous neoplasms to proliferate very quickly. Now, this is very important here at this point. When we're talking about cancer, are all of the cells going to be the same? Are all of the cells in cancer, when they are rapidly dividing, are they all going to be the same? What say if you guys? Oh, so good, so good. Are all of them, are all the same cells? That's what it should say. <laughs> Correct answer, 
You guys are on fire today. No, and that's what makes cancer so, oh, it's just, it's just so annoying because the one cell, right, can divide. It has no, listen, it's not gonna look like anything else, right? And that's why you have the abnormal growths and they're different colors. It's because every time that cell divides, it has the ability to be different from the last one, right? Okay, this is important too. Are cancer cells contained? Are they encapsuled? What do you guys say? That's also gonna be a no. And this is very important because if a cell is not contained, then that means it can get into many different layers of tissue, right? So that cell can start in one place, right? All right, and then it can go into another part of the tissue and it can get down into the organ. So what we say, that cancerous cells are life-threatening, yes or no? What would we say? And yes, this is the review that we all needed before we got into um, just talking about the different types of cancer. Sometimes I don't, I don't appreciate lectures that do that because you really don't know the background of who you're teaching. So life-threatening, absolutely, absolutely. This is a life-threatening neoplasma right? And so I asked the question here, will you see metastasis, meaning will the cancer start in one place and then go to another? More than likely, that answer is also going to be yes, we will have that. And this is why this condition is life-threatening. This is why, because cancerous cells can spread. Yes, cancerous cells can spread. Now, let me ask you this question. Which organ spreads cancer? This is a critical thinking. This is your safety question. You know I'm big on safety, right? You need safety to pass the NCLEX. So when we're talking about organs, the one organ that's going to spread cancer. Somebody says all of them. No, you can't pick one. You have to pick one, one organ. Which one is it going to be? I forgot. I don't know. People are pick, picking the lymph nodes. People, I see liver. I see lymph nodes. Okay, the bone. All right, so this is the cancer organ spreader. And I don't see anybody picked it. This is the main offender. This is it right here. And I want you to tell me why this is the main offender. Bam. It's this one. Why is this one the main offender? We talk about cancer cells. Mm-hmm. Why? Why, 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 why? What is the function of this organ? What is it? Yes. Yes, I see. I see Robert. Robert says it because the heart is a what? It's a pump. It's a pump. So if we talk about that uncontained cell getting into the circulatory system, what's moving it all around the body? The heart. What's moving it? from you know the pancreas to the brain to the lungs 
to the kidneys, okay? The heart is doing that. And so, yes, the blood is supplied over the whole body by the pump. Yes, 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 yes. So as long as that patient has a beating heart, can the cancer cell spread? It only has to get into the circulation. It only has to get into the bloodstream. And that's the thing. Uh, I like when Rosie, Rosie says this, I learned something new today. That's the idea. That's why we study together. And so um, once that cancer cell, and it can be one little cell all by itself, right? And it's coming from the liver and then it gets circulated up into the lungs. Then it has a new home, right? It has a new home. So this is our skeletal. This is our start for cancer cells. You guys have reviewed something. I don't want to go on though, because cancer, you, you saw that book, you saw that oncology book. There's so many layers of cancer, right? And so I want to do page two with my Remar nurses today. In page two, just for about two seconds, okay? I just wanna go over this term right here in general, in general. And I want you guys to... Tell me what you know about it. Tell me what you know about it. So here we go. Tumors. We talked about tumors being cancerous and non-cancerous. So let's just say we're talking about benign tumors. These are non-cancerous tumors, guys. These cancer, they're not proliferating what? They're not proliferating fast. They're slow growing tumors. But I wanted to ask you this. Do tumors in general have a purpose? Yes or no? If, if it's not a cancerous growth, if it is just a benign growth, would we say it has a purpose? Would that be yes or no? Norda says, thanks. I'll never forget this. Amazing. That, that's going to make you a great nurse. Okay. Do tumors have a purpose? Oh, this is mixed answers here. I see some yeses. I see some noes. Remember, a tumor is, is a growth, right? So does it have a purpose? Nope. Body doesn't need it. If the body needed it, it would be what? We would be born with it. If our body needed tumors, we would be born with them. We're not, right? So these have no purpose. But do they do harm? Wait, wait, let's talk about that. What are some benign types of tumors that you can have? What are some benign tumors that you can have? And people have them um, in their body, okay? People have them in their body and they're just walking around, living their life, and, you know? Ah, lipoma. We talked about lipomas. Okay, let's write that down. Lipomas. What else? Uh-huh. Okay. Fibroids. How many people know people with fibroids? What else did we say? Adenomas. Yes. You guys are, this is a study session right here. What else? <laughs> um, fibroids. We have that. Okay. All right. So these are just some examples of benign tumor types. Now, what are the concerns? What are the major concerns with a benign tumor? Like what is the one thing that these patients are going to report 
what is the one thing that these patients are going to report? We have, um, because we, we don't worry about benign tumors metastasizing. We don't worry about fibroids traveling from the uterus to the brain, right? So what is the one thing they're going to report? Ah, I see it here. It's going to be, uh-huh, it's going to be pain because do tumors grow? Do benign tumors grow? Do cancerous tumors grow? Yes, they both grow. So what happens is that tumor gets to a place where it begins to press on the tissue, which the tissue has nerves in them, and that, that causes the pain. All right. I see some people that also say bleeding. We're going to have some bleeding with benign tumors. And again, the bleeding is because that tumor is going to grow and it is going to press on the vasculature that is surrounding it. Because even tumors have, um, you know, they have blood vessels that are supplying them, that are feeding them, that are making sure that they get what they, what they need. Those cells do that. Okay, so we have a structure here. There are two terms that I want you to be familiar with if you don't know what they are, OMA and EMIA. If we see something that has OMA in it, we know that that word means what, okay? We know that that word is a, it is a mass of some sort, okay? So that means there's a mass there. There is a physical growth, all right? If we see something and it, it ends in emia, emia means where? If we see something and it has emia in it, we know that that is going to be in the what? Ah, you know it. I know you know it. It's going to be in the, good job. Good job, everybody. It's going to be in the blood, okay? It's going to be in the blood. So we have anemia, right? Leukemia in the blood, okay? Anaplasia, this is a term that um, is, you, you, you find it when they talk about cancer, more cancerous cells than regular tumors. But if there's anaplasia, that means there's a loss of organization and the cells are different from what they previously were. So this is how Remar nurses, how we did our study session today. All right, so we, <laughs> and I'm telling you, because I've been looking, all right? I looked through this book. We took this book right here and we remarred it. Okay, so we got it down to the most important points, and now we can get into our formal presentation, cancer. Ready? So cancer, again, is an uncontrolled, abnormal growth of cells. We call it those neoplasm, guys. And remember, these neoplastic cells can come from a congenital or an acquired DNA mutation. So it could be a germline, something in your DNA, congenital, your parents had it, um, it runs in the family, or it could be somatic acquired DNA mutation. So when we talk about a somatic or acquired DNA mutation, we know that there are certain risk factors that predispose you to cancer, such as smoking, right? Secondhand smoking. If you work in a hazardous environment with chemicals, that can also change the mutation of your DNA. There are two forms of cancer, 
for the NCLEX that you need to be familiar with. These are the solid cancers as well as the liquid or blood cancer types. We're going to look at both of them. Let's start with the blood cancers. So blood cancers, you have to, y'all have to. I'm at work hiding in the bathroom while learning. Let's go. <laughs> That's dedication right there. Um, blood cancers or liquid cancers, there's three types. Uh, these are the ones that we've previously spoken about here at our study sessions, but we have leukemia. Emia is a suffix that we just looked at, meaning that there is a neoplasm in the blood. If you know leukemia, you know that we're going to see growths regarding the white blood cells. And you can have acute leukemia or chronic leukemia. You guys know what those terms is, acute versus chronic. But understand, generally, this is a blood cancer type of the white blood cells. Lymphomas. A lot of nursing students, uh, they are familiar with the lymph nodes. They are familiar that you can get cancer in your lymph nodes, but they don't put Hodgkin's and non-Hodgkin's together with this. So if you ever struggle with Hodgkin's lymphoma, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, just understand that this is a solid tumor, a solid mass in the lymph nodes, okay? Solid tumor, solid mass in the, in the lymph nodes. More commonly, what we're going to see for the NCLEX is going to be the non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. That's more common in patients in general. Myeloma, we also have the OMA suffix, meaning that there is a growth here. Myeloma is talking about the plasma cells, your immune system, your immune function is going to be affected. So these are the three types of blood cancer, leukemia, lymphoma, myeloma. You guys won't forget that. I know you won't. Solid tumors. We are more, 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 um, we're more acclimated to talking about the solid tumor cancers, breast cancer awareness. You see this in almost every store. You can go into Walmart, Rite Aid, Walgreens, and you are going to see a card, a bag, a t-shirt about breast cancer. Prostate cancer, this is what is seen in our men. They, they have this cancer right here, renal cancer, lung cancer, and hepatic or liver cancer. We're gonna see actually solid tumors in these organs or areas of the body. I asked this question before and I know I got 600 nurses from all over. And if the question was asked, are all tumors cancerous? We are going to say, no, they are not all cancerous. Good job. Good job, good job. And yes, there's so many cancers out there. I love that. We got 600 nurses watching. Smash that like button right now. I'm telling y'all, smash that like button right now. Let's go into it. We got questions coming up very soon. So no, there is a difference between the benign tumors are the non they do not spread to other places 
And essentially, they are not life-threatening. They do cause issues. We talked about that. They do cause issues, but they are not life-threatening in the same way. Malignant tumors. Okay. Malignant tumors. They are there to invade and destroy. They are there to invade and destroy. And so what happens is they spread to other organs. They spread to other organs. They are life-threatening. Okay. You guys hear me? I, I don't know why you... We're good. Give me a thumbs up if we're good. All right. So just the difference, check out this chart, the difference between benign and malignant tumors. Make sure that we are all on one page about that moving forward. Now, this is just a, a another brief definition. When we talk about a primary malignant tumor, it just essentially means that the tumor is found in one place. The original place where it is first discovered, we are we are aware of that. Now, when it metastasizes, it means that it becomes a secondary tumor, meaning that it has traveled from more than one location. It's traveled from more than one location. OMAS. We know OMA means growth here. And so we have different classifications of OMAs. We have carcinomas, sarcomas, lymphomas, and then leukemias. So carcinoma is just a cancer beginning at the skin or tissues covering the glands or organs. Sarcoma is cancer beginning at the connective tissue such as the muscle, the bone, the fatty tissues, lymphomas. Well, this sounds like what the name is, a cancer beginning at the lymphatic system. And then leukemias, again, these are cancers of the blood and the blood forming tissues. What are the risk factors? As I was preparing for this, I realized that honestly, cancer is probably the largest killer of the human population because there are so many different types. And essentially, the longer that you live, the more likely it is for you to come into contact with one of these, you know, different types of cell proliferation. So God forbid, you know, um, that this happens to us, we take care of ourselves. And then those of us who have it or our loved ones have it, we are praying for them because positivity matters, positivity matters. And so advancing age, a decreased immune function, a sedentary, or check this out, stressed lifestyle. Did you know if you are constantly under a state of stress that it can affect your body in so many ways? If you are constantly, if you are constantly worried, anxious, stressed, you know, fearful, doubtful, that can literally change the way your body behaves. And so just as we are trying to eat right and drink right, we got to think right. We have to think right. And then genetics, and then genetics as well. So I'm telling y'all, get away from the Debbie Downers and speak life into people. Now, for the congenital or mutative DNAs, I have here 
um, a lot of different mutations, but honestly, somebody said nursing school, come on, uh, nursing school, they'll take you there, man. But um, when you talk about cancer, what I wanted you guys to really, really think about here is just this first one, BRCA, okay? BRCA1 and BRCA2. If you see that on NCLEX, know that those letters tell you where the cancer is. So here, the BR is going to stand for breast, okay? Breast um, cancer. And these genetic mutations can take up the breast, the ovarian, the prostate, or the pancreatic cancer. APC is colorectal. You guys do not have to memorize this. This is just for maybe a nursing student who is in the midst of this class in school and you want the background information. TP53 is breast or brain. PTEN, breast thyroid endometrial. Mm -hmm. Lynch syndrome, GI, gynecological, gynecological brain and breast. RB1 is retinoblastoma in the eye. Von Hippel-Landau syndrome, kidneys. Early signs and symptoms are going to be a change in bowel or bladder habits, okay? So if you have bleeding in your bowels, you have difficulty urinating, difficulty starting, difficulty um, emptying your bladder, okay? A sore that does not heal can, can indicate that you have some immune dysfunction all right, unusual bleeding or discharge. I know uh, two women actually who had vaginal discharge that was unusual for them and it turned out to be cervical cancer. Thickening or lump that could be found in the breast, okay? Um, indigestion or difficulty swallowing, obvious change in warts or moles, and then a nagging cough or hoarseness. So the acronym there is CAUTION, CAUTION. Diagnostics, can, will, must pass NCLEX. This can be a very deep topic, but if we stay to the, if we stay to the, the generalizations for nursing, we will learn a lot and we will be able to help many people. Common cancer screening tests, colonoscopy, mammogram, pap smear, and then blood tests. You can do biological tumor markers. Confirmatory tests are going to be a biopsy. We ha I have a lecture on biopsies, excisional, incisional, or a liquid. Staging versus grading. If you have quick facts, I go into the quick facts for this. When we stage a, a tumor, okay, when we stage a tumor, we are looking at specific characteristics. When we grade a tumor, we are looking at specific characteristics. And so the tumor size, the lymph node involvement in other organs for metastasis are going to be extremely important. I think we said this was on, um, if you have your quick facts book, we said this was on page 16, 16 and 18. All right, so 
cancer is one of the largest topics in the quick facts book. It's on, it's one of the largest topics in the quick facts book. So it may take you, you know, more time to study cancer than the other subjects. So the staging of a tumor, we're going to use the letters that I had there, which are T, N, and M. T stands for the tumor. N stands for the nodes, the lymph nodes. And then M stands for metastasis. And so we, um, you know, in our best recommendation as nurses, we want to tell our patients to screen, 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 screen as early as possible because the size of the tumor, when it is caught, especially for cancer, is going to definitely give your patient an advantage. If they catch it early, it is a big advantage for our patients, okay? And so when we are, we're talking about that, you know, we're looking for those things. Now, when we grade a tumor, when we, grade, uh, when we grade a tumor, we're literally looking for the malignancy. So is there, you know, is there a lot of other areas where this cancer has spread? Now, what does the cancer look like? Is it well differentiated? Meaning, if is the cancer, well differentiation means if the cancer is around the liver, do the cancer cells look a little similar to the liver cells? Like, do they look like even remotely similar to a liver cell? Because if it looks like the cell that it is actually supposed to be, that's a great sign, right? That's a good sign. Caught the cancer early on. But if that cancer is in the liver and you look at that cancer cell and it looks nothing like the liver cells, it has its own total morphology. You don't even recognize what it is. Of course, that's gonna be a bad sign that the cancer is, is further along, is further progressed. So get in the quick facts for this topic. The treatment, we do wanna talk about our treatment mechanisms. So depending on where that cancer is, we can treat it locally, we can treat it systemically. Local treatment is just like what it sounds. We are going to attack at a specific area. So that means we are doing surgery, okay? We're cutting that cancer cell out. We are doing radiation therapy. We are radiating a specific part of the body. However, um, you know, yeah, yeah. Local is just going to really focus on that one area. Systemic therapy is going to be your chemotherapy, your immunotherapy, and your home hormone therapy. And these are going to affect all of, okay, all of the cells is going to affect the good cells and the cancer cells. So there's going to be side effects. There's going to be teaching that we had to do, that we will have to do for these patients. Adjunct therapy means the therapy that we are going to do after surgery. So whatever that might be, if there's medications, whatever it is, it is going to be after the surgery is done. And then neoadjunctive therapy is going to be what we're going to do in combination with the surgery, but we just got to do it before that surgery takes place. And then here we go. So surgery is different from a biopsy. Make sure that we understand that. When we just biopsy that tumor, we're not removing it. We're not removing it. I saw, um, you know, some, 
some thinking where when you get a biopsy, the patient is like, oh, okay, good. I'm going to not have the issue anymore. No, 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 no. You definitely, you know, you definitely will have to have therapies after that. Radiation therapy, again, so that's going to use high energy X-rays, gamma rays, neutrons, and protons to target that specific tumor or growth. Chemotherapy can be IV or oral. We know that um, that might, we, we might just have to do a whole subject on just chemotherapy, right? A lot of teaching involved with chemotherapy. And then hormonal therapies can be used for breast or prostate, ovarian, or uterine cancers. Prevention. Here's our nursing considerations. You know we have our primary, secondary, and tertiary interventions. And so when we talk about a primary prevention, we are talking about the patient never getting the condition. And with cancer, with cancer, what can we tell them? Avoid the carcinogens. So UV rays, right? Stay out of the sun because some patients can develop skin cancers from repeated sun exposures. Also, I don't, I don't know if we talk about this enough, but tanning beds, tanning beds. I went to college with a young lady who tanned three times a week, literally three times a week. And by the time we graduated college, right, she already had a form of cancer. So these things are real. When we talk about the carcinogens, we have to understand that there's a correlation. So UV rays, smoking, stress, told you guys stress will do it, and sedentary lifestyles not being active enough. Secondary interventions for nurses are going to be the early detection. So any form of screening, mammograms, they're like, for example, right, those are going to be secondary interventions, early detection. Treatment or monitoring, um, I guess this would be considered the tertiary interventions because the patient's already have the condition again. So what do we do for them? We, we try to improve their quality of life. So surgery, we're going to cut that cancer off. But I, I saw somebody mention this, the woman has breast cancer and we have to remove the breast, right? That's going to create some disturbed body image. All right. Also, we may have issues with loss of function. If you have colorectal cancer, what is our patient going to need? if we have to cut that cancer portion out of the colon, right? What, what is that patient going to be left with? Put it in the comments. Radiation therapy, we know that when a patient gets radiation, they are going to be tired. They could have swelling at that site and it is going to cause some skin changes. I didn't even put pain here, but they might have some pain Yes, Janet, colostomy bag, they may have a stoma. And so we have to do a lot of teaching for colorectal cancer. Yep. Um, they just, you guys just put, I just see the comments, bag. Let me just put bag, colostomy, colo bag. And we have to do education on that. And that is not something that people typically want to have. So then, then it becomes of really, 
if we have a patient with colon, colon cancer, we tell them we can cut the cancer out, but you will have a colostomy bag for the rest of your life, right? It'll be on the outside. You're going to have to change it. What else? What, what other teachings do we have to do with that colostomy bag that may be an aversion to our patient, right? What are some other things that change the lifestyle of a patient with a colostomy bag? Well, you have this bag that literally it has your fecal matter in it. You know, how are you going to feel um, in intimate situations or when you have to put a swimming suit on and then the smells that are involved? And what else? Can you just eat anything with a colostomy bag? Can you just have a regular diet? Yes, your diet has to change. Body image, right? The, you know, can you do, hey, what if it's a young person and they're used to going to play football or they they surf or whatever? You know, you have to decrease even your contact sports. You can't, you can't do what you, you know? And so these are all the things. Depression. Yeah. Yeah. Depression. Aileen says, my dad, my dad had colon cancer. Yes. And so who takes the burden? of these conversations. It's the nurse. It's the nurse. We have to be ready to meet all of these concerns. Because I promise you, when the doctor explains it to the patient, when the doctor explains it to the patient, like, yeah, we're going to cut the surgery out, and then we're going to leave a stoma, and you're going to get a colostomy bag, and then you will be able to go back to work, right, or whatever. The patient's going to be like, okay, cool. Let's do it. And then when the doctor comes out of the room, the nurse walks back in there. What do we say? You good? You have any questions? How you feeling? How do you feel about that? That's what we do. And that's when the patient's going to say, my life is going to change. I don't want the bag. I know somebody who had a bag. I'm going to look weird. And so we are going to be there. We have 12 hours with the patient. Some of you guys might have eight hours, you know, depending on if you want to work that five days, eight hours. I'm doing 12s, three days. Give me three days. Pay me for pay, pay me for the five. But we're there with the patient. And so that's why everything that we do here is so important because we're preparing for those real life situations where the where the patient says, how's my life going to change? And I have a bag. Do I really want to do this? Is the cancer so bad? So where's support for the patient, right? Chemotherapy, we have to monitor our patient for anemias. We have to monitor them from thrombocytopenias, neutropenias, GI symptoms. And we know that chemotherapy will limit your visitors, your fresh flowers, your fresh fruit. You're not going to be able to have those things with chemotherapy, all right, which is really tough, really tough. Man, we could just, listen, we could just have uh, emotional support education for cancer patients. Literally, it's that deep. Because if a patient's on chemotherapy, 65-year-old woman on chemotherapy, 65-year-old man on chemotherapy, their grandparents, guess who's not coming to visit them on chemotherapy? Guess what we, guess what we could tell them? Guess what? Those grandkids not coming up here, okay? 
the the grandkids in daycare who you love and who you babysit, why can't they come visit? You know, the, that's what the grandparents are going to say. Why can't why can't my why can't I see my grandkids for the next six weeks? Yeah, you guys know you're visiting your visitors strictly, strictly. Yes. No fresh flowers. I know you love fresh flowers. I know Mrs. Jones, you love fresh flowers, but it's not, it's not happening. Okay. It's not happening. Your immune system is compromised. Can't have the fresh flowers. And so look at all the things. These are the things that NCLEX is going to highlight. Like these are the things it is the it is the real life, especially next gen. It's the real life conversations that you are expected to have with people. And that is going to drastically improve how they are receiving care. Ah, so deep, right? So deep. Because we read monitor for anemia, thrombocytopenia, neutropenia. What I see is no grandkids, no flowers, right? No going out in large crowds. So yeah, you cancel, cancel your, um, you know, your knitting group you can't, you know, you're not going to be able to go to the county fair, things like that. Cause that's what really matters to patients. They don't really understand neutropenia like that. So, um, immunotherapies, again, precautions to clients with autoimmune disease, monitor for skin changes, hormonal therapies. Yes, 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 yes all teaching points that we have to be aware of. Okay, here's our NCLEX questions. Let me see how you guys did on the share goals. We have over 600 people. We have 209 likes, we need to get to 250. So I need 41 more people to smash the like button on YouTube, on YouTube. And we will roll with all the questions. Here we go. First, first question is this, which client is considered to have the highest risk of breast cancer? Which client is considered to have the highest risk of breast cancer? Number one, the client with a BMI of 43. Two, the client who is a former smoker with five pack years. Three, 28-year-old client with BRCA1 slash two mutation. Four, the client who has a family history of lung cancer. Come on, Remar nurses, tap in, tap in. Almost 700, share this video. Listen, almost 700 nursing students know where to find us Mondays at noon Eastern time. We're here, we're showing up. Correct answer, three. 28-year-old client with BRCA1-2 mutation. And this was the genetic mutation gene that put the patient at highest risk for breast cancer in ovarian cancer, prostate cancer. And let this be a lesson to you. Sometimes in nursing school, teachers will put questions on exams just to see if you showed up to class. Because this was a question that I specifically reviewed in this class. So there probably was no way you were going to get it right unless you showed up to class. So show up to class and take notes, okay? That's, that's the moral of that question. Question number two is this, how do we stage cancer? Number one, presence of risk factors. Two, personal prognosis. Three, tumor size. Four, tumor grade. 
talking about staging of the cancer. Oh, a lot of threes, a lot of fours. Which one is going to be the right answer? Here, comments on the screen. Come on, participate. You showed up. Now it's time to participate. Correct answer is pow, number three. Remember when we're staging a tumor, we're talking about the severity of the cancer. So we are looking for the tumor size and the location. And if the tumor has spread to the uh, other organs. So you're not going to be able to do that apart from those things. Next question is this. Question number three. A female client with a history of helicobacter pylori infection continues to have fatigue, unintentional weight loss, and bouts of diarrhea and constipation. Which of the following screening tests should the nurse anticipate? Number one, alpha fetal protein. Two, colonoscopy. Three, bronchoscopy. Four, stool studies. Shout out to nurse Denicia. She says, this, guys, this is so cool. I'm a Remar nurse! Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. I passed my boards for RN. I used your content for my LPN license seven years ago. Thank you so much, Denicia. Cool. That is so amazing. Pins. I started to wear an LPN shirt today. I was just really feeling it. The community. I love it. LPN, RN, both times. You guys can do this. Correct answer for this particular patient, colonoscopy. We're going to expect to do a colonoscopy. Did you get that one right? Did you get that one? The client is presenting early symptoms of malignancy and a history of H. pylori. And so when you have H. pylori, we know it eats up. It eats up your stomach mucosa, and sometimes it can go into the colon as well. And so we want to do a colonoscopy for this patient. Got it. Question number four is this, a client is diagnosed with breast cancer and receiving chemotherapy. The nurse knows that the cancer possibly metastasized in the peritoneal cavity if the client develops, what? Number one, nausea and vomiting, two, constipation, three, new ascites, for unintentional weight loss. And guys, some of these questions, honestly, you don't even have to know about cancer. You don't even have to know about cancer. You can literally, if you know the language, if you know the medical terminology, you can get past this test. And so I want to see you guys showing up, you know, and showing up for our study sessions and paying attention paying attention to the little things that we are learning. Correct answer is new ascites. This one is going to be locational because we have a possible, the question is talking about the peritoneal cavity and possibly cancer there. So ascites is going to indicate possible metastasis. 
And so we know that we're having a fluid collection in the abdomen. The bonus question was absolutely unlocked. You guys did it. Here it is. The nurse is monitoring a client receiving systemic chemotherapy. The nurse knows that chemotherapy can also damage healthy cells. Which of the following findings should the nurse expect? Select four talking about chemotherapy. Now we went and talked about how the grandkids couldn't come, how you couldn't have fresh flowers. There were some other things I mentioned. Can you pick them for, <laughs> from a list? And thank you, yes, definitely thank you for making this question unlocked. Thank you for your cooperation. I like that, Elaine. <laughs> Number one, what are we picking? Decreased liver enzymes. Two, decreased hemoglobin. Three, elevated platelet count. Four, elevated neutrophils. Five, painless numbness of fingertips. Hmm. Or six, puritis. You gotta know, you gotta know vocabulary to work your way around a question like this. Because we're talking about chemotherapy here. What are we going to expect? I see you guys doing an amazing job. This won't, this won't be difficult for some of you guys. Correct answer is this. Correct answer is two, four, five, and six. Two, four, five, and six. All right. And so we have here um, decreased hemoglobin because we're going to be expecting some anemia. All right. Neutropenia. Painless numbness of fingertips. So did you know that chemotherapy can also, because it's going to damage healthy and good cells, it can create some neuropathy and then also pruritus, the itching, the itching as well. So congratulations. We did an amazing, phenomenal job. We made light work of cancer, which is not easy to do. I hope you guys appreciate all the time that you know there's 700 people showed up to help us get through this topic because it was no meta facile that's my spanish for today monday motivation across the nation is simply this stop waiting start doing stop waiting start doing is there anybody that can testify that you wish you would have started something a long time ago that you haven't started like, is there anybody that can testify, I wish I would have did blank sooner? For some of us, it's like, man, I wish I would have saved money sooner. I wish I would have started. My grandma told me to start saving money when I was five years old. She said, Regina, even if it's just a dime, just save money. And I'm like, grandma, I'm five years old. Like, what time is Scooby-Doo coming on? Like, that's my priority for today. And I wish I would have listened to my grandma, man. Because you know what? There's one thing that cannot be taught for the NCLEX. There's one thing that I don't care who you are, I cannot teach you this. And you know, I am the 
you know what people call me the Moses of NCLEX. Like I can get you through it. People call me the Harriet Tubman, the Godfather, the Beyonce, all of them for the NCLEX, right? But there is one thing that I cannot teach a person and that is this effort. I can't teach it. I cannot because literally every Monday I can pump and say, let's do it. Can, will, must, can, will, must. Cause I'm a cheerleader. You know, I, I cheerleaded in a high school or two, you know? And so I can do all of that. But if the team refuses to get on the field, if the team refuses to play the game, we never win. We never win. And so it's that effort that has to come from the inside. And it's the same reason like why, you know, we didn't start saving in kindergarten. We didn't want to put the effort in. We didn't want to put the studying in. It takes effort to show up here. And some of you, you're, you're not even in nursing school, but you're here. You have the effort, right? You have the effort. And some of us, we don't have it. We can't buy it. You know, we can't get it from anywhere. And so I need to remind you that there are four things that you listen to me, listen to me. There are four takeaways from this simple point right here. Somebody says, I knew it was something about you. I knew you. Yes, I was a cheerleader. This is what I'm used to doing, guys. I love it. I love it. Okay. So number one, takeaways. You don't have the effort. Things we don't value are often taken for granted and then taken away. That's that. That is that is the that's the order. How many people know this? The things that you don't appreciate, the things that you take for granted are taken away. We lose them. We don't we we if you don't use it, you lose it. And our knowledge is like that. You know, we learn a lot in nursing school. We are privileged to have educators, mannequins, simulations clinicals. But if we get out of nursing school and we don't pass the NCLEX and we let time go on, we take that knowledge for granted. We take that training for granted. And then what happens? You get up to study one day and you don't know the difference between lymphomas and myelomas. You don't know the difference between a leukemia and a lymphoma. You don't have it no more. You lost it. And that's what happens. Even today, you guys are 100% with me when it comes to this cancer. But in two months from now, let me see you. Let me catch you around New Year's and ask you the same thing. Will you know it? Will you have remembered it? OK, and so if we are not using if we are not using our knowledge and putting effort into it, it can be taken away. And that's how you can start over again a 100 times. Second thing, success only occurs when we take action. Success is a reward. It is a reward. It's a reward for people who do more than just wish. Everybody got a dream. Everybody has a dream to be something. The difference between everybody and us is we all want to be nurses, right? We all love nursing. We want to be nurses and we, we wish to be it. 
But if we don't actually do something past just the wishing, if you don't actually schedule the doggone test, if you don't get into the V2, some of y'all have this, like all, you got all the tools you need, okay? But you won't go in here. You won't get in here and study. You won't, you won't watch the videos. You won't do the exams, all right? The success is the reward for doing what needs to be done, okay? It's the reward for doing what needs to be done. You, you can't just wish, okay? You can't just wish it. You have to do it. Third takeaway is this. Do what you can with what you have. Make the best use of what you have, no matter how limited it is. Um, oh, man, I have so many nurses. And I don't know if you guys are here today, but I have so many nurses who are very limited in what they have. But they don't let that become an excuse. So I have nurses who are uh, single parents, single parents with two and you know, three kids, and sometimes even one kid, right? You are the sole provider for your household. Resources are very limited. Time is very limited. They still get it done. They still get it done, right? They don't, they use what they have. I have some of you guys that you tell me right now, I'm, st I'm studying with my newborn. Like I just had a baby four weeks ago. I'm up all night, but when the baby's sleeping, I'm studying. Some of you are in different countries. Right now, it's 2 a.m., it's 3 a.m. What time is it where you are? And then this is it, because I am I hear a lot of excuses from people all the time, but I know when I look and see 700 people show up for a class, there are people that don't let excuses stop them. Rosie says, when life gives you lemon, make lemonade. Marina says, it's, it's 1 p.m. where I am. I just got to set the alarm. AJ says it's 1 a.m. in the Philippines. AJ's here for class at 1 a.m. Okay. Excuses. They don't apply here. Uh, somebody says it's, it's 11.59. Where are you? London. She's in London. It's 5.59. Okay. Guyana, 12.59. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There are people from all over this planet right now, not making excuses. So whatever excuses you, you have right now, you gotta cancel them. You gotta cancel them. Because you gotta do what you can with what you have. There's never gonna be a perfect time. There's never gonna be a perfect time for you to do anything. Some Somebody right now is on the job in the bathroom watching this class, hiding from the job, okay? Because they need to get this information because they know that this job is not my forever job. They're not in a comfort zone. They want to get to the next level. So they're literally studying on the job, preparing for the next move. That's how you got to be. Determination is the key, period. Okay? That's the type of nurses we have around here. Saudi Arabia is 8 p.m. Amazing. All right. Four, all consequences have actions. That's it. All consequences have action. This is my, this is my, this is my takeaway. Okay. You're constantly making decisions. You're letting words come out of your mouth. You have thoughts that you are spinning around and you have actions that whether you're thinking about NCLEX or not, these things all are gonna lead you to a path to somewhere, okay? 
no matter what it is. You're thinking, it's not like you guys are not thinking about something. You're thinking about something anyways, no matter what it is. And so what I need you to be thinking about is literally, where am I going next? What do I want my life to look like next year? Do I still want to be working in the same place? Because if I don't want to be working here next year, there are things that I need to do to guarantee that that does not happen. All right. If I want to triple what I'm making, then I need to get my nursing license because I'm telling y'all nothing else is coming along that's going to do that. Nothing else. That's guaranteed. Robin says I'm hiding in a patient's room right now. And another nurse says that I'm at my nurses. I'm at the I'm at the station, but when I hear footsteps, I minimize the screen. <laughs> y'all I'm telling you I'm telling you love it love it and so yes them and listen y'all know where to find me okay I'm hiding from my own kids right now just so we can spend this time together we take it serious around here all right whether you in a break room whether you in you know a closet your car underneath the bed we getting it in this is what we do all of our actions have consequences. And so at this stage of the game, y'all are too big, okay? That's what they say. Y'all at a big old age, you're too big where you don't allow your goals to motivate you, okay? And you know, we all about the motivation around these parts. And we keep it real because we don't have to, listen, there's one thing I don't have to do. I don't have to play in y'all. I don't have to play in your face, right? I don't have to play with y'all. Everything that we do here is because I'm a real person, you're real people, and the success stories that we have come from real people. I don't have to pay people to come on here and say, choose Remar. I don't have to do that because you guys, what do they say? Real recognize real. And speaking of real people, guess what? I got a real Remar nurse. I'm going to bring her along. Here she go. Look at this right here, y'all. Listen. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing so good. I'm doing so good. I'm glad to see your face today. Hi. I'm trying to fix my camera, but it's kind of like all over the place. No, it's just fine. Listen, you gave a testimonial today, and I'm assuming that Team Remar reached out to you, and you responded to the call, and I so appreciate that. Um, but go ahead and tell us. you. I can read the testimonial, but go ahead and tell us who you are and what you're doing here. Let me make you the the primary, there we go. My name is Deidre and um, I'm from South Texas. Um, and I just wanted to say that I am a repeat test taker. And um, I first uh, tried using Archer and um, I didn't have like LVN, I didn't have prior um, nursing experience. I went full in like with um, RN school and it was scary, you know, it was scary, just like anything else that we try to sacrifice for, for our families and, you know, to um, better and, you know, change our lives, you know, for them. And, you know, I had a lot of um, difficult times, challenges, um, sacrifices that I had to make um, in order to get this done, yeah. you know, um, but I know um, with time it got really dark for me um, and 
I, you know, I had troubles. I ended up getting sick in the middle of RN school mm -hmm. and uh, when doing clinicals. And, you know, and I felt like I was almost done with school. I was, you know, literally two months away from graduation. And well, that affected me a little bit. Um, I actually ended up, you know, getting really sick and becoming bed bound for a little bit and then having to get back up and start walking again. And my, but the blessings of my professors and everything knew that how hard I worked through nursing school, they actually worked around my clinical schedule and so much more. And I managed to finish my clinicals, finish my school. But with the week of finals, I ended up getting admitted in the hospital and I, I got out of, I got out of, um, excuse me. No, take your time. Take your time. This is, I mean, to see you here, you know, is a testimony of all the support that you have, you know, and so, you know, reliving it is probably tough, but I see victory. So tell me the story of victory. Yes. And well, um, I got through, I, of course I felt I had to repeat one course, you know, it wasn't the end for me. And um, I went ahead and finished everything. I repeated the course the next semester and um, came around, took and clicked. So, I, you know, I graduated in December of 2022. And okay. then I came around and um, took and clicks in February of 2023. And I failed. I used Archer. It, it was just questions. I knew like I'm like I did all the questions and I'm like, why is it having a hard time? Like I'm trying, but it's not clicking. And so then I, I got real hard on myself. I just said, you know what? Like, I can't like, you know, it's hard for me. Like maybe I'm not meant to do this. Like, I feel like I would be a great nurse, but I'm like, what if I can't pass it? So I fell in a, like another dark place. And then my husband's aunts are my saving grace along with God because I got invited, you know, I'm very spiritual now more than ever. Amazing. I got invited to a women's flame retreat and I lived it and God reached out to me. The Holy Spirit reached out to me and life just changed more Yay. than ever. And now I live and work through my parish now mm -hmm. and I do God's work through our parish now, through the community. And now more than ever, like life just changed, got brighter, got more fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And I see signs everywhere. And I knew walking in and I scheduled my NCLEX. I got your program, you know, and I said, you know what? Once I get it, when I saw your videos, I said, I'm going to get it. And I'm going to let Nurse Regina know that I am going to be a Remar nurse one day. And so I got it. I got your quick, I got your quick facts book mm -hmm. and I just hit the lectures and then I just had them on repeat. I got your quick facts. I read it. I wrote in it, but then I said, okay, it's sticking, but not so much because I'm an audio learner. Mm -hmm. And so I voice recorded myself through your whole quick facts book. <laughs> and I had that going on repeat when I would go walking, when I would go, in the car when I would go do something, whatever it took to do this that because and I did it in six weeks. 
but and then i asked i answered questions but i only did like i know it sounds crazy but i did a thousand but i spread it out over time don't sound crazy to me <laughs> no so, crazy listen we were just talking about effort we were just talking about putting in the effort yes to you know your goal and that sounds yes. exactly what like what you did like yes. uh, you know just putting in constant effort and getting sick in nursing school and then having to do some things extra repeat a class right mm -hmm. you had to overcome those health challenges you know yes. by god's grace you were able to do that and look at god like you know sometimes he takes you through things yes. in order for you to understand that it's not in your own strength that you did any of that stuff like yes. he was carrying you through that whole time so yes. that literally you can give a testimony of his goodness in yes. front of 600 people. Yes. And I, yeah. and I'm going to know it sounds crazy, Miss Regina, but it was coming through my head and coming through my head. And when I lived the retreat, I got this princess letter and, and, and it was the theme of the, you know, to surrender to God. And it said that I was going to be pretty much to sum it up, that I was going to be the spokesperson for him to spread the word that he is here with all of us he might not be visually seen but he is with us wherever we go we are never alone and i can honestly say you know it is true and when i was going to go to on my test day when i was on that road and i turned on um the christian radio and the first song that came on i i promise you with the lord above it was the song i'm not alone by mm. And I, it was a long song and I prayed more harder than ever. And I knew I wasn't alone that day. And, and the last song, when I walked out and I got in there in my vehicle and I turned on the song and it says not done yet. Like, I just knew that with God's grace, it was, it, that was my day and I claimed it. Mm -hmm. And I just know we can all do it, you know, it might be challenging it may be dark it may be hard you know we sacrifice a whole lot but with god all things are possible and true it's true thank you so much for shedding the light on the truth of all things that with god it's possible right um you are definitely a minister of his word and i am so grateful that you decided to come on here and testify of god's goodness today because guess what this is the place where that is accepted and that is the normal here. So um, your testimony is phenomenal. It is so amazing. And we see the joy. Even though you're crying, we know those are tears of joy. <laughs> I know that this is what he would want, you know, and it's because it's real. This is real and more real than it could ever be for me, for my family for all of us as students and nurses and you, Miss Regina and Mark, like y'all prayed. I, that was the last video that I got to hear when Mark and you came on and y'all prayed over us. And you know, with that lady's other impactful testimony, I just soaked it all in and just made it happen and more real for me. And you know, I committed to church and everything. And I just said, you know what, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And, and I'm going to do God's work, you know, and 
I'm just forever thankful for you and you and the Lord above saved me. And with the Remar program, I couldn't have done it without y'all. Thank you so much. So just tell me, what are you doing now? Like now that you are got those big letters behind your name, where do you work? What do you do? Well, right now I uh, was working at a, a small hospital that I was going to start as a technician. I have dialysis tech experience. So I'm in the midst of maybe doing something ortho or OR um, or dialysis mm -hmm. or something renal. Um, I really like all of that. Um, but I had to choose between work, 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 you know, or devoting my time to, you know, studying because mm -hmm. I knew what I was capable of and what, you know, I, I, I couldn't do so much and then try to do this. And it just was too hard for me and with my family. And I have a child that's autistic and and there's a lot of needs that need to be met. And, you know, and so I try to balance my life as much as possible. But I knew that God told me like, you know, or in my heart that I, you know, you have to choose and sacrifice a little bit more, just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. and it will happen. And I trust my instinct. And here I am to speak of it, that you sometimes we have to let go of a few things to get a little bit closer to something better for our life to change. And it's a big sacrifice. And sometimes we may question it, but trust in God because it is possible. It is. Wow. Thank you so much. Somebody, somebody caught that. Like sometimes you have to sacrifice a little more to get closer to what you want. You yes, have to sacrifice a little bit more. And so I just want to say personally, it's a pleasure to um, to have you in the V2 program and to have studied with you on your journey and to see you and meet you. So thank you so much for, uh, for your time and your yes. testimony. God is good. And we believe in his power yeah, uh, because of your report today. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all, Monday motivation has been. Let me, let me, let me listen. This week, listen. Put in the effort. Put in the effort equal to what you need to succeed, y'all. Put in that effort. <laughs> totally, totally unscripted. You know, you think. You think in your mind, you you wake up and you make plans of how you think your day is going to go and what you think is going to happen. And then God shows up and puts a miracle in front of y'all. Y'all, Deidre was a miracle. Y'all never met nobody like Deidre before, because I know I haven't. Like, I've never met somebody like her before. Like, I, you know, and this is the thing. Totally unique totally totally wonderful like she said she went to a, a women's retreat after going through nursing school and getting sick and having to repeat classes and come out took the exam failed it and just even in her story you could tell like she has people who love her people who recognize that she was sacrificing for something greater than herself Teachers, y'all know nursing instructors, they don't want to be working with us all the time in nursing school. And if you fail a class, they like, oh, well, you know, 
um, but they arrange things and God will give you favor. Me and my dad was just talking about this. God will give you favor with men. He will, he will conform the hearts and thoughts of men towards his children. Right. Totally unique. We, we spoke to a miracle today. Y'all better recognize. And what was her report? Her report was, if I can do it, you can do it. Her report was, sometimes you got to give up things in order to get where you need to be. Sometimes you might have to go in again. Sometimes you might have to show up for the exam again. She didn't give up because she failed. She said, I know what I did wrong now. She said, I got to, I got to do it. I got to do it better the next time. And that's, that's, that's us. We got to do it better the next time. And so whatever you need to do, listen, whatever you need to do, God can help you do it, but you got to do your part. You can't wish for it. You got to work for it. You got to work for it. And I like that when he opens up a door, no man can shut it. Like no man can shut the door he opens, but you have to be able to get up and walk through it. Ah, this is good stuff here. This is good. Man, Deidre lit this place up. Like he lit this place up. Uh, she lit this place up and I don't have anything else. That's it. You can't go and who got somebody got a who got a who got a scripture? Somebody got scripture reading <laughs> testimonial. That's it. That's it. This community is so blessed. I hope y'all leave here feeling blessed. I hope y'all leave here feeling seen and appreciated and understanding that this is so much more. This is so much more than just like uh, a YouTube video. You know, uh, this is, you know, and some people, everybody ain't gonna vibe with this. But there are some of us that are literally like saying glory, hallelujah, like God is real. Somebody's faith has been restored. Somebody right now heard that testimony. And like she said, you had doubt in your heart, but now you're a believer. And that is the power of the testimony, right? Some of us, you know, oh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on. This is, a, this is, this is not, this is not a YouTube video, a Facebook video. This is a ministry here. Philippians 4.13. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are amazing. I honestly, I've never seen anything like this before. I'm just going to keep it real. I've never seen anything like this before happen anywhere in nursing. I don't know of anything like this. Psalms 40, look, team remark, y'all put, listen, I will sit here for the rest of the time and just read scriptures. Okay. I will do that. I'm committed to that. Psalms 46, five, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early from nurse hall. Y'all, oh man. Psalms 34, five, four and five. Praise and worship. Psalms 46.5. I love that one. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for coming, for coming here and just being a part of this wonderful community. Um, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Hey, <laughs> everything is possible with Jesus. Yes.
Remark is a ministry. Psalms 145, 8 through 10. The Lord is good to all and his mercy is over all that he has made. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Deidre popping back in. Deidre, we love you. We love you. We thank you for your, we thank you for your testimony and your commitment. Oh man. Tequila says, no, thank you. When I almost lost hope, God kept putting Remar in my path. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. <sighs> Y'all, I don't, it's bigger. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. And sometimes I don't even, I don't even feel worthy. Now faith, Marie, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction, the conviction. Like we know it's real. We know God is real. We are committed to this of things not seen. Okay. 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 Listen, 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 y'all. Listen, be still and know that I am God. Yes. Woo. All right. Amen. And amen, y'all. We need to, uh, we need to take all that we have, all that we are feeling, all of this, uh, beautifulness, all of this beautifulness. All right. Um, and we need to position it. Matthew seven, seven, seek and ask and knock and the Lord will see us through. All right. Okay. Um, we need to take all of this positivity, all of what we've heard in the testimonials, and we need to do something with it. Okay, guys. So go out, pray, move, walk in faith, you know, walk by faith and not by sight. Get to the next step, whatever your journey is. Okay. Whatever your journey is. Um, I do want to I see people are asking me questions about NCLEX. And so I don't want to leave this space without acknowledging your questions. Um, and I want to make sure that you know what to do in terms of your studying, because at the end of the day, Deidre got her license. And that's what we need to make sure happens for you. You need to get your license. You need to be able to move into the next space. And did you hear her? Like I said, what are you doing? She's like, Deidre's like, um, well, I got dialysis experience, but I could be in the OR, um, where I could do something in Reno. And now it's just like, so do you guys see that you have like all these possibilities, like at the next level, like this level is nice and I love it here with y'all, but this level is not for you forever. This ministry that I'm called to is for the nursing students. So I have to stay here. Mark has to stay here, but you don't need to stay here. You need to go. You're on a journey, like, right? You're, you're, you're a pilgrim passing through this space. And so I want to make sure that you get to the next level. All right. So just really quickly, what questions do you have about the V2? What questions do you have about the V2? Uh, somebody said, I, I don't know where to get my calendar from. What, what is it? Where, what? OK, somebody said, I have V2. I don't know where to get the questions from in the V2. Look here. The second icon. This is your question bank. So when you click on this, it's going to take you to your question bank. And then when you go here, you'll be able to create a test. All right. So you're going to create a test here. 
and you'll be able to, like I said, you'll be able to name that test. I'm just gonna name it NGN test. And you'll be able to choose the three options. It may be a little difficult for you to see, but the position is here. You can do a tutor, a test, or a computer adaptive test. All right, I'm gonna show you guys how to get V2. Give me two seconds. So with the tutor or the test, you can pick the subjects and you can do easy, moderate, or hard. Now listen, these subjects, if you just wanna get in here and do next gen case studies or question items, you can do that. You can do that in the V2. If you choose computer adaptive test, you will not be able to pick the subjects, okay? You won't be able to pick the subjects. It's going to present to you a computer adaptive test. So this is where you find it. This is where you find it. Now, let me tell you, I'm gonna show you how to purchase a V2 and how to delay your start date. Those are the two biggest things I get questions on. You need to be able to delay the start date at the sign up, okay? Because if you don't do it at the sign up, then um, I won't be able to delay it for you. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to open another window. I'm gonna show you guys how to paying for it with our currency in Nigeria. Is that accepted? Um, I'm not sure if you can pay for it with the currency. I believe that, well, I believe that the system will have you use certain cards, all right? So that shouldn't be it. Okay, hold on one second. Let me, let me show you guys how to sign up for V2, where to go, whether you're RN or a PN, okay? RN or a PN. So what you do is you go to remarnurse.com. Okay, let me see if it'll go. Okay, so here's the website. The first thing that you need to do is pick whether you're gonna be in the registered nurse or the practical nurse. So let's just say, for example, you are you're a, you're a practical nurse. Okay, so you're going to click on the practical nurse, and then when you click on the practical nurse, it's going to say join NCLEX V2. Okay, and you're going to be able to get in V2 for two times, either 30 days or 90 days. This course is going to give you the same thing. Whether you get the 30 day or the 90 day, it's going to give you the same lectures. Okay you're going to get quick facts and you will get the, the downloadable workbook. So the, this is what makes up the program. You're gonna get these two books. Okay, one you're watching lectures with, quick facts you guys know, you study that too with the course, but you're going to get those lectures that put it all together for you. And you get to choose, do you wanna do it in 30 days or do you wanna do it in 90 days? Okay, now, Let's say you want to do it in 30 days. You you got that's four weeks. Can you get through my program in 30 week 30 days? Absolutely. You can do it. So you just click on buy now. The left side of the screen, you will put in your information. The right side of the screen will tell you what you're going to get, your order summary. So you'll get your program, okay, your lectures. The trainer is here, $69. And you're going to get the quick facts book. That is $20. All right, you do need both, okay? You do need both. Now, if you, somebody said this, Nurse Regina, Professor Regina, do you have this as a physical copy? I do. So you'll get this with the program. If you want me to print it out for you, then you add it on now, okay? And then I'll send you this book. So if you add this book on, you're going to get both of these books together, okay? And so you do that right here on the checkout page. You would just add, it's right up here. 
the physical workbook enhanced RN LPN edition. So you just add that here. All right. And it's $35 to add it on. Now, again, adding it on is totally optional because if you don't add it on, you will get this in the V2 and it's something that you will print out. Okay. So most people have questions. Is it the same book? Basically, but with this, you're going to get, if I print this out for you, you'll get a special, a special section in the back of the book, the clinical judgment activity. It's not in the downloadable. It's just in this. And then also this one does have more information filled out. So you have, so you do less writing, less writing. But again, this is an add on. If you want to get it, you can get it here. Okay. Now, if you don't want this, um, the add-on, you're just gonna print it out yourself, just take it off. Also, if you already have my QuickFacts book, you can also take off the QuickFacts book and then the V2 price becomes $69 for the program, okay? And that's if you already have it. That's if you already have it. Now, this is also where you delay your start date is where you delay your start date. Bam, right here. You open up the calendar and you have the option to start at a later time. So you can buy it now and then you don't have to start it all the way up until December. Now, I don't think you should wait that long, but maybe, you know, you are, you know, you just want to delay it I would say most people probably want to delay it maybe for a week or two. They may they want to make sure they start on a Monday, but this is where you do it right here. And then when you pick your date, you're going to pick done and this will be your order screen. But again, if you don't have the quick facts book, you definitely need that as part of the program. And so when you, um, when you do that, you are able to get right into the V2 system whenever you choose that starting date. Does that make sense? And then, so once you're in the system, it's going to automatically open and you can get started right away. Now, remember, I have to send you this book. So this book will come in probably three to five days, especially if you order it today. Now, this book will be shipped to you. The rest of V2 will be available to you right away. So you're going to see it right away. You can get started. Let me show you where to find your daily study calendar. It's going to be in the file vault here under course resources. So you have three components. You have your courses, your question bank, and your file vault. Okay. And when you click on course resources, your daily study calendar is here. Your student workbook is here. Any new NCLEX resources, I'm gonna put here. And then I even have some information, some new information for quick facts for next gen here. These are all folders that you can open up. So when you click on it, yes, we ship to London. We ship all over. Okay. Um, when you click on your daily study calendar in your file vault, bam, it's going to be here. Okay. And you just click and it'll open up. It's scanning it, making sure the document is safe. And then it will open up for you here. Okay, and this is your daily study calendar. This is what's going to guide you in the V2. Okay. There you go. All right. And so this is where you get your workbook and your um, 
in your actual your study calendar. All right, I have some questions on the screen. Do you ship to London? Yes, we ship everywhere. We ship everywhere. I would like to renew my subscription. Where can I do that? So Charlene, what you're going to do is um, if you go back into the V2, you're going to go to settings and then my account over here. So you should be able to do that right there. Uh, there's a lot of comments. Hold on one second. Um, is the course final exam the same as the CAT exam? No, the course final exam is not computer adaptive. It's just a straight test that you can take over and over again. Okay, so it's not it's not the computer adaptive exam at all. If if you cancel the subscription, if you decide to restart it, will you pay fifty dollars? Yes. So if you cancel your subscription to the course, which you can do, it's an automatic subscription rate. So for example, if you sign up for V2 for 30 days, after the 30 days, the system is gonna bill $50 per month after that, okay? If you sign up for V2 and you cancel your subscription, it takes you out of auto billing. It, it's just like Netflix or anything else. So you'll have your 30 days and then after that, you won't have access. It'll just be like you cut off the relationship. So to get back in, just go to my account and restart the subscription again. That's it. Do I ship to Ghana? Yes, we ship to Ghana. It'll be through DHL. And it's the same. Um, do you ship to Nigeria? Same, same. We do international shipping everywhere. What if I want to print out? What, what if I want the V2 printout after ordering the quick facts? So if you want, um, just, I just, I don't know. Let me see. If you want just this book, let me know. You talk about the physical book. If you have V2, then you're going to get the V2 printout in your file vault here. Okay. And what you'll do is you'll click on, you'll click on student workbook and you'll download this file here. Click on the, make sure you're clicking on the, the arrow because that's where you're going to get it from. Oh, oops, I'm clicking on too many times. Oh, goodness. You just need to click on it once. Don't click on it like three times like I just did. Because that workbook is going to come up for you. And so this will be the one that you print out. Now, it's 121 pages. So if you don't want to print out that many pages, then I'll just, I can do it for you. But this is the workbook that you guys, and you'll see, it's not just, some people think, oh, I can just get this book. No, because when you get this book, it's going to be blank. Most of it's going to be blank because it goes along with the lectures. So the whole idea is that you print this out so that when I'm taking, when I'm telling you in the videos, you're taking information. So um, Angela says, I got my book in Nigeria and it took less than a week. That's, that's really good to hear. My team Remar is going to be very happy about that. And so these are the subjects that I'm going to be covering for you guys. Like we have practice questions, but for me, the majority of it is going to be the content. That content is going to be very crucial in order to get you critical thinking at the end of it. All right. Even I do, I even do the math. I even do the math. Somebody asked, do I do clinical math? Yes. Clinical math is there. So again, this workbook is very important, whether you want whether you think you want to print it out or you don't think you want to print it out, I'm telling you, print it out. Make sure that you have it. Don't just watch the videos because 
this to me is very important too, okay? Very important. So I hope that, um, I hope that helped you explain, you know, how to use V2. Again, it is the best NCLEX review I've ever made. I've been doing this for a long time and I have, I've created many different training systems. You guys know, but the V2 is all in one. It has everything. It's the first time that I've been able to offer everything, literally from the lectures to the question bank, computer adaptive testing. We have it all for you. We have it all for you. Um, and this is this is this because we would get questions like this. Is the book include all of the content as well as the question bank? So yeah, the book includes the content. The system includes the question bank. So all of my questions are in the actual system, okay? And there's so many things that I didn't even talk about that also are benefits of just being in the system, but I want to I don't want to overwhelm you guys. Like if nothing else, just join the free trial. Like and just you there's a free trial to this program that you can see if it's for you. I know it is because my teaching style, I know it is. So All right. Um Okay, guys, so I'm going to go. I hope we had an amazing study session. I will be back on Wednesday. Honestly, I probably will come back tomorrow too because tomorrow's Tuesday. I probably will come back tomorrow and talk about the calendar of the V2 just to make sure that we're all using it properly and appropriately. Okay, um, if I have the V2, does it include the question bank? Yes, it already includes the question bank. That's a great question. So all things in one, all things in one, guys. All right. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. This has been a wonderful Monday motivation slash how to pass NCLEX. Thank you so much for everything. I will see you guys later. Bye-bye.